previously on Baz Luhrmann's wintertime film, The Greatest Snowman. (laughs) Previously on Dog Cop, a dog cop story. Previously on Toyotathon, the road to hell is paved with six savings. Try the all-new Camry today. (laughs) Okay. I love it. All right. It's good. The gang, the Come gang, strong. Yeah, for episode the bar is okay. It's higher. episode fifty, so we have to like full disclosure. Henry went on a walk before this and was like, "I have eight ideas for different previously ons, and I need to narrow them down." Like, and I was like, "Why you have so many ideas?" He was like, "It's episode 50 Like, <laughs> we got to go hard. <laughs> Love it. Henry went on a spirit journey. Yeah, I went on. A, I went on a quest. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to read the ones that I didn't use because some of them, frankly, are not funny. What's the um, least funny one? <laughs> What's the, the le- worst one you um, came up with? I, I heard all of them before this. <laughs> I made a joke about the Lumineers that I didn't even think was funny. I just really don't like their music. I just didn't get it. Um, uh, uh, I just others... like the fact that you made a joke about the Lumineers. That's all I can I also, I also had one... Previously on Martin Scorsese making a crime movie again. Uh, no, that one I didn't hear. That one got cut even for me. That one got cut even for you. Um, and then previously on Mumford and his orphaned sons. No. Um, or previously on previously on Mumford and Sons, my dog broke my banjo and now my banjo is broken. <laughs> <laughs> I really the like that you're laughing banjo. at yourself about that one. It's so stupid. It's so <laughs> dumb it comes full circle and becomes funny again. <laughs> so anyway, this is the show where we like talk about the evolution of jokes. Mm-hmm. Or, or devolution, as the case uh-huh. may be. Um, I used to be clever. Well, that's not true. I... <laughs> We were all have, waiting for the punchline I, of that one. <coughs> I used to be. I used to have better material, and then I used to. Be I don't know contender. what happened. I used to be a contender. Used to be somebody. Okay, um, moving on. Moving beyond amusing myself. Uh, previously on Dialem for Magic, the gang got a lot of expedi- exposition expedition from <laughs> Yarduk when Kitty used one of the fancy gems and the telephone while inside the bag of holding. Yeah, that's right, baby. Um, Herman was able to construct a rudimentary train log fort to conceal sure. the the call from the uh, the Dwergar train engineers. Uh, you learned some of the more notable prisoners that were being held uh, in the prison currently. You also got a little bit of insight into some of the people guarding the prison, uh, as well as the warden and kind of the general terrain around the prison. Um, you got to learn that the area was partially volcanic, uh, that because the of the weird way in which the rift between planes interacts with the world and the weather that a lot of the time that area is bathed in this spectral kind of black and white color as souls flicker in and out um oh yeah i forgot about how like people like fucking forget who they are and shit yeah and then you yeah there's the there's the whole memory loss component to this um if you stay in there too long then you do tend to forget don't like Um, that there's also the component that if you stay in there too long uh, your magic starts to, to degrade in potency. And if you so stay you in the hawk of... too long, you get stuck. 
Hmm? What? That was an Animorphs reference. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. The Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> For all the well, diehard Animorphs fans. Nineties kids remember. <laughs> Big, All two Animorphs fans. Big Animorphs Rise up. Right now, okay? 90s back. kids will get that one. They're, they're going to really crack up about that one. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Okay, and so we're picking up now. You guys are still in the front train car. Um, God, we're still on the train. The, We've been on this train I, forever. You've been on. We've I been mean, on this train for so long, and it's because of scheduling issues. Sorry, audience. <laughs> it's true. It's our own fault. Everybody's jobs don't line up anymore to record this podcast. This is true. Um, but uh, the gap in our recording schedules notwithstanding, you are in the engine car of this train, and. Uh, yeah, the call has just concluded, so now you have a moment to catch up, reflect, exchange information and ideas. Yeah. Um, Kitty's head has been pulled out of the bag. Hopefully. Yes. No suffocation. Great. Don't breathe in. <laughs> Sorry. Don't give a fuck. I believe... <laughs> I feel like you were set up. I believe that Red was just, like, chatting with some dwarves this whole time. You were chatting with the Dwargar, yes. The Dwargar. So, uh... Which are, just as a reminder, are the uh, Feywild variant of dwarves. Love that. Love that energy. Are they the Feywild Um, version, or they're not the... Or the, pardon me, the the Under... No, I meant the Underdark, sorry, not the Feywild. I love that energy even more, as you know. Um, I, I do know this. Yeah, the things that I like about Dungeons & Dragons, uh, Feywild and Underdark. Um, yeah, I'm just still doing that until someone calls me to do something else. Okay. Um, until somebody around. informs me that we've gotten a lot of information that I should know. Okay, we're going to go around the table because there's an event that's going to happen that's gonna require some things so red that's your thing uh treble what about you uh i mean i would just inquire as to i'd just be i mean kitty's head is out of the bag so i'm assuming she's just the cat's out of the bag if you will hey got him hey sorry i'm (laughs) fucked up (laughs) my brain's broken guys (laughs) I was at a convention all weekend. This is what you get from me. So yeah, I would just probably be paying attention and maybe watching the door, making sure nobody's trying to to come in at a moment's notice. Okay. Uh, Herman, what about you? Herman is adamantly trying to stop people from accidentally knocking over his fort. He's protecting it. Okay, plain keeper. I like it. Uh, Kitty, what about you? Um, I think my brain is much like Bobby's brain and just trying to figure out what to do with all this information that we fucking, that I got being like, call? <coughs> Should we use the, the phone to call some friends to help us in there? Do Are we just gonna ask some people to help us in there? 
Oh god, are we gonna all die? We're all gonna die, probably. We're probably gonna die. That it could it could happen. But mostly she's just happen. gonna she's just gonna be like, guys, we gotta find some blessed badges. Blessed badges? What is a blessed badge? So, yeah, what so, is a blessed badge? Sorry, I'm not in a character voice, but I'm also not in this conversation, so it doesn't matter. So one of the things that Yarduk talks about is that the guards for the prison keep badges in their barracks outside of the prison that diminish the effects like the sapping effects of the portal in the city so whenever they have to go in to like find a prisoner or break up a fight they wear these badges we're gonna need some of those we're gonna need some stinking badges (laughs) (laughs) where we're going we won't need no no we do need badges we do Um, for sure so Her references. <laughs> yeah, d- definitely, definitely aimed at zoomers here. Mm-hmm. Um, Red, you would be the first to observe this because you are right by the engineers. Mm-hmm. You see, because uh, you're facing forward, you've got one on the left, one on the right. Both of them are at gauges. The one on the left immediately, like, gives lets out this little egg and grabs this giant lever and just pulls it back. And you hear, all of you would hear this giant scraping sound, like brakes being applied. Um, Okay, I... And the one on the right immediately uh, pulls this, or turns this crank on the side of the cab, and you hear this hissing sound as steam is suddenly released uh, to try and cut the speed down. And if you were to look out in front of you, um, well, I will first do of all, that. <laughs> the terrain has sort of changed. So you are still in a desert, but off to your left, uh, there's actually a bunch of volcanic soil with like this dried magma on it. So oh. kind of metamorphic rock a little bit. Um, although I guess magma's igneous. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> I don't remember geology. It's some igneous. Freaking rocks, man. Just some, it's some, some, okay, yeah. Hot rocks. Got it. Hot rocks. Check. There's some hot um, rocks out there, y'all. So there's, off That's to the left, there's, there's a slope of these magma rocks, and there are these, like, oddly misshapen, like, gray-green palm trees growing out of it. Um, kind of an odd locale. Off to your right is more of the desert that you've just been traveling through. Um, you are on a slight elevation. Very, very, very slight. Not so much that the train is going to slip back or anything. Mm-hmm. But you see in front that there is a huge pile of fallen logs over the tracks. Isn't that an idea we had? Didn't we have some kind of idea of like putting shit on the tracks to stop the train? Yeah, it we did. sound like something we do. Did we tell we did somebody have about I- that plan? I don't remember if we told somebody to do that plan. I don't think we told someone to do that, but we I do no. think we had an idea that there might be other people trying to mess with this train. Well, no, isn't like isn't we the, we did know that that was a possibility. Well, isn't aren't the the Cloven Hoof Coalition? Yeah, that one. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, they're they're around. But it's it's like an army from one of the floating cities. 
so the Clovenhoof coalition is like everywhere in the south. Yeah, They're but, all over the but, place. But the but the but the centaur guy who was part of like seemed to be a part the, of the Clovenhoof, but also was a part of an army. I'm trying yeah, to remember the, everything. There's so much. So There's so the Stormriders. The Stormriders is, is that mercenary company. Yeah. And they mentioned that they were going to the Sunborn Steppe, which is significantly north of where you are now. Okay. So they're on the continent, but they're not nearby, to your okay. knowledge. So the important question is, with the train hurtling to a stop, did my fort fall over? Because <laughs> <laughs> if so, yeah, I'm real upset. I want you to make a dexterity saving throw. Wait, who? Everyone? No, no, just Herman. Okay. Well Dexterity saving throw. Can he save the fort? Can he save the fort? 13 plus 1. 14. Oh, you get it by 1. You, you, you almost lose a log at the top, but you like stick out a leg and just catch it right before it slips out of the, the structure you've You built. catch the log yes. at the top with your leg because you're that tall. Mm. His thigh just pops a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Close call, guys. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Very close call. Oh, man, I miss the Herman voice. (laughs) It's been a while. It has been. It has been a bit. Um, Okay. So I, I see this thing. Do I need to react to this thing, or are you now going to describe other stuff that other people see? I'm, I was going to describe other things. Okay, then but... go, go for it. Okay. So, what you all see... I mean, you all have the windows to your sides, so you would be able to see this as well. You see that the train has come to a full and complete stop, and you did successfully keep your arms and legs inside, so you've got that going for you. Um... But you would also be able to see the giant pile of logs. Um, one of the engineers has actually dismounted from the cab and is going over to inspect the pile of logs. And the question about the logs mm-hmm. is: It are they? Do they look like they've been like neatly placed, or is it something that's like crudely thrown together? Um, you can make a nature check. I mean, they're logs. And not in a forest, so I would imagine somebody put them here for sure. I mean, there are a lot of palm trees around, so it is conceivable that it's natural. Okay. Uh, that's a that's a nine. So I'm gonna say. Can I make five. a nature check? Because I'm sure. a nature boy. Sure, you can make a nature check. My favorite is I'm gonna be like I'm rolling nature check. I got two. So yeah. No, I got eight. So yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you are sure that they are real trees. They, um, those are trees. Uh, however, I will say this: it is very, it is evident that if you look at the bottoms of the logs, they've clearly been cut. There's like angular cuts, like an axe would do. Yeah. So, you did not need. You don't need a full working knowledge of the southern palmetto tree to make that judgment. Um, so. Um, the other thing that you both would notice is that the engineer has actually gotten like one of those, the old timey, uh, not quite a telephone, but like that system for communicating with other cars. It's like a little, little megaphone that connects other cars. And he appears to be speaking into that, presumably to 
either the executive car that you came from or one of the others down the way. I'm what just is he saying? Cups with string stuck together. Um, <laughs> he, yep. yeah, basically that. <laughs> um, the other, the engineer speaking says there appears to be a blockage on the line. Lu- Louis is going to inspect. Uh, can I, since I'm there and have been hanging out with these people, can I just be like, hey, uh, what, what's, what seems to be going on? Is, is everything okay? Are, are we, how long is that gonna take to fix? Well, um, you know, I'm not gonna lie, this is a little off-putting, because, uh, usually we have patrols that clear this line and check it for sabotage. And, uh, the last sweep of that should have been yesterday, so this is a little... So y'all think the patrol got sabotaged? Perhaps, or maybe they just waited for the patrol to leave. You know, if Louie needs help, I could use a workout. I haven't worked out in, like, far too long. In five minutes, yeah. (laughs) Well, you may... That might be very kind of you, because as... As strong as Louie is, he's but, you know, and he kind of makes a gesture like, we're all really short here. Um, We're all short here. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, happy to help. Um, Having said that, uh, he reaches up, well, I guess he reaches down, actually, would be more descriptive. Um, Running along, like, the baseboard of this engine car is, like, there are a bunch of different compartments that have various various tools that an engineer would need. He opens the largest one of these and he takes out this uh, carved axe. Like an iron, just an iron and wood axe, but it's clearly been carved with, like, Dwergar symbols on it. And he tosses it to you, Herman. You should, uh, you look like you're handy with your hands, and, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's a handyman, actually. That's his job. Well, I can see that. He has hands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, Kitty, and Kitty just thinks to herself, don't give him a weapon. He'll just throw it away or give it to somebody else. <laughs> if they ask for it. <laughs> um, now, at this point the tin can with the piece of string starts vibrating. <laughs> and the other, the, the engineer, cause, so somebody is speaking back to the other engineer. Can um, I hear what they're saying? Uh, yes, because it is yelled. Great. Um, <laughs> what you hear is guard, pl- guard battalion deploy immediately. And... You can hear the sound of doors opening on the train, and you see the bodyguards of the Doctor emerge. So there's a Hobgoblin fighter, there's the Triton wizard, uh, the Dwergar that has, like, the prosthetic legs has gotten down. Ah. Um, uh, this seems bad. I want to go hide in the fort. Um, also, also, you see Kaizo dismount. And now we get to have this. Oh. Oh no. Oh, it's a map. Oh, no. It's we haven't had a oh, map it's in a, so long. It's a battle map. We have to fight things. Oh, look at all these yeah. cute little dots. Now then, eat, so when you log in, um, so there are six blue dots that are all the same color. 
the two that are by the pile of logs represent the two engineers. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry about those. The other four, um, those represent... Oh, hold on, I have to sneeze. Henry has disappeared? I had to sneeze. Mm -hmm. Ah! I, I muted so that you didn't have to deal with that. That's great. Good job. Handy with the mute button. Yeah. So, on the left side of the train, facing forward, uh, is the Hobgoblin Fighter and the Dwargar Artificer, respectively. Um, each of you should pick a dot. Pick we one can, of these dots be... that is not the teal color. Correct. So do we need to sign up for Schmeppy so we can grab a dot or something? You should be able to move it around, actually. Yeah, I'm moving the pink one right now. Uh, you, you just have to select token and then select to the dot and you can move it around. Okay. Uh, the pink one's mine because you don't have a red one, so that's the closest. I mean, I can make a red one. Well, no, it's pink the, now. There's pink, purple, blue, and green. So. Yeah, I'm pink. I'm blue. I'm blue. You are blue? I'm purple. Okay. Purple. I'm going to be green. Uh, so we can move these wherever? You can move them wherever, and don't worry about moving them off the map, because the map is large, and I can just expand the fog of war. Ooh. We can tell the map is bigger than what you are showing us, and that's alarming. So for our listeners, we're looking at a map of a well the the railroad and like kind of the surrounding areas around it and there's a the logs as were described but that's basically we're just looking at yeah we're looking at a train and some logs i could also post an image of this or give it to you jordan if you wanted to put it on twitter or something oh yeah or like a visual aid um and our patreon it'd be a wonderful place to find pictures of maps Find <laughs> pictures or of that. maps on our Patreon. <laughs> or maps so. that you can use on your own games of trains. I don't know. If you have a train, you could use this map of a train. <laughs> if it has run into a pile of logs, because that's also part of the map. I'm <laughs> Now then. Um, you guys can... So you... you you notice that the Abbey guards that have deployed with you all have a weapon of some sort out. So the Hobgoblin has a drawn katana. Hodstrable, the Dwergar, has a heavy crossbow, which it looks like he's modified, maybe. Um, the Triton Warlock has made some sort of invocation because he's now no longer walking he's actually floating slightly above the sand as he moves around in a patrol pattern and Kaizo uh, he hasn't actually drawn a weapon but he has his hand on his hip like right where his six shooter is so people are alert now before this goes any further do you guys want to do anything well, I would like to see what is happening. I guess that's a perception check. Now, what do you mean by that? I want to know what the threat is that all of these people seem to think is around. 
why do they have weapons? What are they seeing that I am not seeing? So Red looks around. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, That's fair. Go ahead and roll perception. Okay. I'm probably not going to roll good. Uh, Last time I played Dungeons and Dragons, I rolled three nat ones. That's a 16. There you go. Not the worst. Nice. You could do way worse. I could do... There are 15 lower numbers than that on this (laughs) die. (laughs) That is... Also true. True. Um, Oh, that was such a resigned... So, with... (laughs) It's just like, yeah, I've got nothing for that. That's that's just true. So, what you observe with your perception, um, you see that there are quite a few footprints in the sand around the pile of logs. Are they in single file? Are they sand people? <laughs> um, Are they covering their numbers? Is Alec Guinness among them? No. Um, no, uh, they are not in single file. Um, it looks like one or two of them might have made an effort to brush away the footprints, but for the most part, it looks pretty sloppy. Um, you do see that at least one set of tracks goes out uh, in... I'm going to use the laser tool here in this direction. So, that way. Um, You also notice that there are tracks leading over here. Um, And Kitty, since you're kind of on the edge now, I'm going to reveal a bit more of the map to you. Okay, yeah, I'm trying to distance myself a little bit from people. So, you actually get to see... A bit of uh oh the spooky magma rock over there magma magma herman is completely unaware that people are on high alert he's just really excited about swinging it yeah um trouble's gonna go over to this side Kind of over by these trees. Well, no, he's gonna he's gonna so chop the train track wood. He's, he's going gonna, right here. He's, no, he's, he's climbing on logs. The train tracks. He's gonna chop all the way through the metal. <laughs> he's just accidentally derailed the train. With a resounding clang, a hatch on the top of the train just bursts open, making a really loud noise. And you see the unsettling form of first one hand, then two, then feast. Has emerged oh, on, top of, on top of the train. I forgot about Ooh. mouth tummy. Um, and he, there's a little like not a guard shack because it's the top of a train, but there's a little like covered by like a piece of canvas area, and he just kind of goes into that and is just looking around. I need to stop and think about how good the phrase is: "One hand, then two, then feast." That's just pretty good. a good phrase that is fun to good. hear and say. It good job. better. Thank <laughs> you. Now then. Um, I will also permit it, if you wish, to roll investigation. Any of you who want to. Oh yeah, all the time, baby. Well, I'm up, I'm up over by this tree, so I'll kind of do some investigation up there as well. Okay. So, uh, Treble, go ahead and go first, then. Oh, that's 21. Nice. You, okay. 
you have a little bit of an Aragorn moment where you're just like looking at the sand, like not maybe not a hobbit lay here, but you get the overwhelming uh -huh. smell of cows, and uh, you find clumps of coarse brown hair intermixed in, on the top of some of the sand. Dude, you did such a good job of finding hair and cows. <laughs> okay, is it bovines in particular, or is it maybe potentially some sort of hooved creature <laughs> that is not a cow? That is cow adjacent. Um, you're more the, you're a hundred percent confident that it is a different kind of bovine creature. Or even a bovine-inspired creature. Okay. You also... Where... Oh, go ahead. Ooh. I was going to say, up. Uh, so I'm probably, for our listeners, I'm probably, what, 10, 5, 10, 15, probably like 50 feet away from the train up onto the right. Am I, am I on like a little hill there? Uh, yeah, it's starting to rise where you are. So you're pr you've got about... You're about halfway up the slope, basically. I'd like to try and make it to the top to see if I can see anything on the other side of the hill. Oh, okay. Um, one second. You're gonna. But in in um, while he's I walking, Treble's gonna pull out the horn that he received oh God. from <laughs> the just just in case, just in the case. Tomb. <laughs> Okay, Yikes. so but okay, before you get to the top of the hill, Kitty, what did you get? Oh, I didn't roll yet because you said for him to go first, so I'll roll now. Yeah. Okay, uh, fifteen plus nine, so twenty-four. 24. Okay. Yeah. So yours, you get a, it, uh, you have a lot of foot tracks which look very, very goat-like. Uh, you being from fantasy Kansas are familiar with most <laughs> I types know what of goats look. You know what you know what goat hoof shapes look like. That and traveling traveling um, with trouble. I see a creepy goat feet. Well, well, okay, that that's fair. Um, you also <laughs> find the shape of horseshoes, like the iron U shape of horseshoes. Um, you also find partially trampled into the dust a tiny uh, cloth headband or like the piece of a headband. Uh, made out of like this really coarse uh, dark blue cloth. Oh, does the uh, dark blue cloth remind me of any of the shitty cloven hoof guys that <laughs> Travels brought us around? Now then, <laughs> oh God. this is where it gets fun. Oh dear. <laughs> Treble, as you arrive at the crest, you're overwhelmed by the scent of Minotaur. In oh, fact, oh not just Minotaur. A whole coalition of creatures, in fact. Because in front of you, stretching out into the distance, is a long line no. of creatures concealed. No, I'm on that bushes. side of the train. <laughs> This is true. No. <laughs> but you have allies on that side of the train. Uh. Um, 
and when you crest the ridge, you're like 15 feet from one, so he doesn't immediately see you. Uh, and what you actually observe is that it appears to be like a goblin that's on that ha that's riding a camel, and the camel is like in a prone seated position, like trying to be sneaky. Although it's a camel, so it's really difficult to be sneaky. They're kind of noisy. Okay, so Treble's going to flip the lapel of his jacket out so that you can see the Cloven Hoof Coalition pin that I have. And then, um, so you, I mentioned the horn, but I'm not talking about the horn that I received. I have two horns. Yeah, one horn. Well, <laughs> yeah, you've got a few horns. <laughs> okay, I've got a, more than a few horns. We get it. You're, You're talking about your dick. You're a horny guy. We got it. He's <laughs> a very horny man. Uh, so one of my mini horny selves <laughs> is going to uh, pull out the horn that I got from the Cloven, Cloven Hoof Coalition. Okay. Way back when. And I'm just going to, like, ready that and just try and, like... Am I, like, over the... Could the people down by the train, can they all see me? Yes. If I were to advance a little bit more, could... The people hiding see me, and the people by the train not see me. Um, the people immediately by the woodpile would still see you, but the ones further down, like uh, down here, probably not. Okay, I'm just more interested to make sure that Feast doesn't see me. Oh, Feast, Feast can see you just because you're like right on the crest of the ridge right now. You'd have to walk further. And probably uh, crouch down. Um, uh, so, unfortunately, your opportunity to do something about that may be limited. Because you all are going to need to roll in. Ah, I'm a fucking, I, was, oh. I was like, well, what can I do yes. before he makes me do this? And then he was like, well... No. Well, we knew when the map came out, right? Yeah, we all knew. Yeah, that's a 21, baby. Nice. Okay, so 21 for red. 16. That is good. Damn it. 16 for kitty. I got an 11. I, what was that? I got an 11. 11 for Herman. Okay. I rolled a 1. 1 for... <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll it. A, actually, what's your modifier? For, Plus 4, so a 5. Okay, then we're going to give you a five, because that's going to fuck up my timing otherwise. Um, yeah, I think you do so. still add the modifier when you're rolling you a dex yeah. or uh, initiative. Yeah. yeah. So, you hear this... <laughs> like, this big guttural sound, first from where you are, Jordan, from one of the from one of those creatures, and then you hear an answering call from the other side of the train. Ah. And Kitty, you would be the first on the scene to to get this, but um rising up out of the volcanic ash. Oh my god. Are a motley collection of satyrs, centaurs, and minotaurs. I need the audience to understand there's like eight little dots on both sides of the train now that are threateningly orange, and I don't like it. Threateningly orange. 
and with a bellow of for the horned god the battle enjoins and charges ensue red you rolled the highest initiative so what would you like to do that's so cool because i haven't fought anything in so fucking long yeah i've been deficient in that um yeah you know what this is oh boy um okay let's see what i can do here uh how far away from each other are these boys how what's the distance of the squares on here that's standard D D. they're all five feet uh there's also a measure tool oh nice okay yeah. so i think that if i cast hypnotic pattern i can get the four of them that are closest to me it's a 30 foot radius i may only be able to get three can i get three or four in a 30 foot cube from the pink dot no not from me just from each other it's like 120 feet away from me that i can put the cube but i can put a 30 foot cube that i think can fit around four of these guys um yes yes you can okay fantastic i'm gonna need them to all make a wisdom saving throw okay i'm Um, big guns from the beginning baby see in my brain is like do we attack these guys or do we just well this is not even an attack attack the bad people this is this is not a damage attack that's the biggest problem i don't know who the bad people well, that's the question. In fact, that it that might even be the moral conundrum. This is not a damage attack. This is trying to get them to like just um, chill out for a minute until we can have our cloven-hoofed buddy say a thing. Okay, in no partic- from top to bottom, 19, 9, 12, 15. Okay, so the one on top saves, the rest fail. It was a 17. Okay. Um so, so these three yeah so they all see a uh hypnotic pattern of like foresty fey wild hypnotic images in front of them um and they are going to be charmed for uh as long as i keep concentration up to one minute um they are incapacitated and have a speed of zero so they're just not gonna take any actions or move anywhere um, until. Okay. Was anyone else imagining the illusion happens. of squirrels rave dancing with glow sticks to distract them? No, but now I am. <laughs> now I am for sure. I like the vision. Uh, like this the vision. does end if they take any damage, or if someone else like uses an action to like shake them. Um, but for the moment, I'm just trying to, like, contain them a little bit. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, and that, I believe, is all that I can do right now. Oh, and I would like to bonus action shift. It's my other thing I'll do. Of course you would. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
well, with that being done, um, one of the satyrs on the far right, so specifically this one right here, uh, is going to shoot an arrow uh, at feast. Great. Great. I would and, love that. And is going to miss. Boo. Damn it. <laughs> we want this guy um, dead for sure. It's so dead. Now then. We don't know who the good guys are, but we know we hate Feast. Right? That guy's you do, scary that, this is fun. true. <laughs> this is true. Um, next up, uh, one of the centaurs on Kitty's side of the train is actually going to charge... And it's a very cool spectacle because as he picks up speed, like all this volcanic ash that was concealing him is like billowing off. So it nice. looks like he's super fast. Um, but he is actually going to charge and he is going to throw a spear uh, directly at the hobgoblin fighter. And that is going to be... Oh, that is going to hit... That is going to hit real, real hard. Um, that is, in fact, going to do 20 piercing damage. Oh, shit. Um, just right, right there. I don't like that they can do that much damage in one hit, actually. It's a lot. I don't like that. <coughs> Maybe that informs who we fight against. Whoever puts Maybe. up bigger numbers. Maybe we should be trying to make friends with these guys. I'm just saying. That's why I didn't go for oh, damage I, in my first yes. round. <laughs> no, you just no. did magic in front of a bunch of people that hate when we do magic. I mean, I, yeah, I did, but <laughs> what, so true. what the fuck else was I going to do at this point? I mean, come on. Now, here's where it gets interesting. So, Seki, the hobgoblin, gets a crit. Um, and he takes his greatsword... Um, and that's gonna be damage. Oh no. Oh no. So he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna crit and actually behead the centaur outright. Fuck. Jesus. Oh, shit. Um oh, Seki God. swings and does uh, 56 damage on a crit. Oh, damn. I, okay, Holy they do shit. a lot of damage too, guys. That escalated quickly. Guys, who do we so, side with? And um, one of the dots has disappeared. <laughs> yep, one of the dots is just One is of the threatening gone. orange dots is gone. One of the th is just gone without a trace. <coughs> okay, um, but we know we hate the people on this train. We know that for sure. I yeah. feel like um, we still gotta side with the orange dots if we can. I think we just need to be not seen not siding with the orange dots while siding with the orange dots, if you know what I mean. Oh, I gotcha. Try to pretend mm. that we are not on their side, but we See, definitely now, are. Now, Kitty, yeah. it is your turn to put on your dancing shoes. No. Specifically because you have to dodge some things that are getting thrown oh, at you. Oh, no. So... Uh, a pair of javelins arch out Why? from two two, two satyrs not very far away from you. You got and a neo this shit. Yeah, you got a neo like I can nobody's neo business. I can neo one of these things. 
Oh, sorry, not not uh, sorry, not javelins. These are short bows. Oh, um, that makes a difference. Actually, well, it, I think it actually works in your favor. So let's that. <coughs> um, one of those is going to be a twenty-three. The other is going to be a twelve. Uh, the 23 hits, the 12 does not. Okay. Um, and then that is going to be... A whopping 5 piercing damage. Okay, who, so. who did this to me? Whomst? Sure, so... Whomst? Yeah, whomst. Uh, so... The whomsts in question are right here. Okay, so those two whomsts? This one missed... This one hit. Okay, if, if that if that makes a difference. My to you. brain. Well, so I'll because I'm I'm hoping my turn is very close. I and I just your turn your turn is now. Like oh, it, great. Your yours is next. Wait, why so, do I, yeah. why wait a second? Why do I only have thirty hit points when I have forty hit points maximum? When did I take ten hit point damage? <coughs> um, did you get on stabbed on the train? No. I was a good little kitty cat on the train. <laughs> I don't know why. Can I just say that I don't have that missing ten? <laughs> I don't remember what listeners issue, weigh so in gonna, whether I'm or gonna not say. Well, every, everybody right now, train. you've had a, an opportunity to rest, Great. so you would be at full health anyway. Great. So. Oh, good. I'm still okay. All that said, I'm gonna uncanny dodge to make that only two damage instead of five, because that okay, that's fine. Halves my damage. <clears throat> and then okay now it's my turn uh yes it is your turn oh, fuck what do i do <laughs> um can i see feast uh yes okay. yes you can uh my first thing is that i am going to because <laughs> i feel like he is gonna be the worst part of this whole thing i'm gonna insightful fighting him so he needs to do a deception check against my insight. Oh, okay. And I rolled um, a natural 20. So 20, he has to beat a 28. Okay, Ooh. well... So you said a deception check? Yes. Okay, so this is a skill that he actually is pretty proficient I'm at. I'm sure he is. So what, what, what does he have to beat? A 28. He got a 29? Fuck off! No! God damn it! <laughs> Oh my gosh. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, that was my bonus action. Mm -hmm. Um, How far can I... 30, 40. Okay, all my stuff, I have to be kind of close. Well, I don't have to be kind of close. I could have... That just would have worked. It would have been great. I can do it again. I can continually do it until it works, which is great. This is true. Um, This is true. It's not like a thing that if you fail, it just fails forever. Um... Just would have been real great to have against him. Hutchba are um these are these bushes or are these trees? Those those are the gray green green palm trees. How that are how tall are they? How, uh, the shorter the smaller one is about ten feet. The larger one's about uh, eighteen. Oh God, okay, that's still so much. I'm. <laughs> trying to think. Um, it's worth it's worth noting though the smaller one here actually has like one of those wonky trunks where it's super bent 
Okay. So you could climb up and do it really easily. Technically, if you I have to. a real cool I have a real cool rope of climbing that I could use to get up things. Um, what does it do? Oh, but it's a bonus action. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, that's the action though. Okay. Wait, what? Okay. It's been so long since I fought. <laughs> I don't know what to do. And the one thing I'm good at, it didn't work. <laughs> it's okay. This happens. <laughs> um, I just, I don't want to die. I don't, um, I'm going to, <laughs> as an action, reach into a... Uh, uh, a little gray bag I have around my waist and um, pull out a fuzzy object. Oh boy. And okay. Throw it, and it is 20 feet from me, which I'm going to okay. throw it uh, just kind of 5, 10, 15, around here ish. Okay. Oh Jesus! Okay. I will generate. I will generate a token in a second here. Okay. Okay. And a giant badger is gonna be there. Great. <laughs> so like right there. Uh, yeah, sure. Or right, you could you can move. Nope, it that works you... just fine. And, okay. Um, and I've already used my bonus action, so I can't do anything. <coughs> tell it. Oh. No, that's my bonus do action. I, is I have to. So. Do I do I have to roll initiative for the no, badger? No, it goes on my turn. Okay, great. Um, uh, but right now it's gonna do nothing because I already used my bonus action, and you have to use your bonus action to tell it to do stuff. Um, and then I am just gonna move. Oh my god, there's so many buttons. Five, ten, fifteen. I'm gonna move move over here behind this thing for right now and that's my turn turn okay and that's it and there's just a big turn is done there's just a big old fucking badger there okay 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 um it is now a minotaur's turn specifically the minotaur on the left side of the train and they are going to advance here uh with the goal of eventually fighting the hobgoblin so that's their turn um, on the opposite side of the train, uh, so I'm going to just have these guys go at once because it's kind of a pack. Yeah, thing. you you should probably um, move your enemies in like one or two big groups because this is there's a lot of enemies here. They appear to be trying to encircle. Uh, um, they're trying to encircle Kaizo, actually. Kaizo? Which dot is Kaizo? Uh, this one here. Okay, don't like that. So, specifically, there are a pair of minotaurs, a centaur, and another satyr here. Uh, none of them have thrown any weapons yet, but they <coughs> appear to be intent on doing him harm. Uh, which is convenient, because it's also Kaizo's turn. Um, and Kaizo is going to do what's called a pro gamer move <laughs> oh great and is going to do a multi-attack um sliding 
in the super fluid motion, he actually takes out a rifle, like a western lever action rifle, and just fires one off uh, at the nearest centaur, which is going to be a 22 to hit, which will hit. Um, and is going to do 30 piercing damage. So the Satar... The Satar. Uh, the Satar. <laughs> the Satar the uh, is now <laughs> heavily wounded and is bleeding. Uh, and that's the one that's the furthest down on the board. So this one here. And with that, he's also going to draw... Uh, well, not draw, but he is going to reload the gun. And that'll be his turn. So I guess it's not really a multi-attack, but it's a layered process. <laughs> uh, which brings us to uh, Herman. I don't hear anything from Herman. Uh-oh. Nay! Nay! Nate. He was having mic issues when he first came in. Sorry, I forgot that my mic was muted. <laughs> uh, okay, you're good. Okay. <laughs> Great. Quite all right. But. So Herman saw Kitty get attacked. So I feel like Herman would be inclined to go defend Kitty. Actually, more accurately, Herman's distracted trying to chop <laughs> logs, but Vincent wants to go defend Kitty. So That's good. Mid-chop, <laughs> Vincent goes, we got to go kill that fucking satyr over there. Herman's like, we're chopping logs. He goes, stop fucking chopping logs. We gotta go fight that satyr. And then Vincent throws Herman's axe at the satyr that attacked Kitty. Okay, that is a long throw. That's a really um, long throw, my dude. Are you gonna rage? Yeah, that too. Okay. All are you? Things. And also, are you gonna move? Because in order to to like get a good angle, I think you'd have to climb over the wood pile. Uh. Because it looks like you're right on one side of it. Yeah, I think you gotta move a little bit to get in distance. It's not, yeah. It's, yeah. So Vincent will climb to the top of the the wood pile and throw it from the top, wherever okay, that from is. The to from the top rope. So from like yeah, right there. That's good. Now this is gonna be like close to. What is the distance for for the a thrown axe? Because you've got to be close to the uh, the threshold for that. It's true. Um, I'm gonna allow it, but yeah, uh, it's a hundred feet away. <laughs> it's okay, a hell of a throw. So, Jesus Christ! Okay, then <laughs> yeah, you're in range. It looks like That's... you're forty or forty-five feet away right now. I I counted forty-five, but I'm fine to take it as forty. Um, I mean, it's not really gonna matter. It's not gonna be disadvantage, which is the most important thing. So, go ahead and make your attack roll. Okay. How to attack? <laughs> <laughs> with D and D Beyond, I'm just gonna roll the D20. Oh, I told also, you you which can't axe? give him a weapon. He just throws them away. Four. <laughs> was this the the axe that you were just given, or one that you already had? It was the axe I was just given. Okay. Okay. Oh, he doesn't have any anymore. He gave him away. As I throw the axe, Herman goes, "No!" <laughs> um, what did you roll? I rolled a four. Plus something, I don't know, but it's definitely so, not good enough. <laughs> on the contrary, as you throw the axe, you see, just you would see this. 
but you hear this little voice this little dwergar voice in your head just say aims true and you see a little flash of blue light and blue runes like glow briefly on the axe oh, it just flies off and embeds in the shoulder of this satyr oh, so go so go ahead and roll damage Okay, I don't actually have an axe. I didn't add one to my inventory. So okay, I don't so know. go ahead and roll. Uh, it's a larger axe, so we'll say 1d10 plus 2. Okay. That I can do. Plus your rage damage, whatever your rage damage is. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, yeah, your rage damage? How does rage damage work? It's usually added to, like, whatever. Uh, so it's plus 2 melee damage. Mm. Oh, then never mind. Yeah. Then never freaking mind. But I got I got an eight, so that's ten. Okay, ten. That's fine. Nice. Um. Okay. And that was movement plus your attack, so we're gonna call that uh, call that good for Herman. Sounds good. Um. Now then. Uh, on red side of the train and closest to you, you get to witness a war crime. As, oh, exciting! How very uh, Dungeons and Dragons. So, specifically, uh, you see uh, Arkin Blacktide, the Triton Warlock, uh, mm-hmm. begins to float, and you, being an expert in the field, uh, you know eldritch inc- invocations when you hear them. Sure do. And you realize that Arkin is in fact communicating with perhaps the or one of the great old ones. Spooky. Um, and with this horrible invocation, a mass of jet black slimy tentacles bursts from the Oh, ground. I know this one. And begins to strangle the people that you just stunned. Ah, actually, they become unstunned once damage is done to them, so they can True, probably fight but they it. They are now restrained. And okay. They, were a second ago. they weren't stunned. They were incapacitated. They were charmed. Fair. They were tripping. I get it. They were tripping. So this specifically the three that that were. Uh, charmed, yeah. not the one that, that resists. If they do have the ability um, to fight this thing happening to them, they can now, because if they have taken damage, they are no longer charmed. They haven't taken damage yet. Okay. Right now, they are just in the grappling stage. Great. Horrifying for them. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Was really hoping that uh, you would get to talk to my friend over there, but I guess not. No. Well, one of them is still okay. One so, of them can or, still or, or, maybe at least, talk to at least, trouble. At least one of them is still okay. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> now, sorry for all the jumping around. This will get easier when more people start dying. Um, <laughs> the or if 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 people start if, dying. If 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 big if if people it start is dying. Now, it is now the Dwergar's turn on Kitty's side of the train. And he is going to uh, pluck from his... And for uh, reminder's sake, this is this guy here. 
he is going to take from his belt a little glass, uh, no, not a jar, like a tiny, like almost like a, like a flask, but like a shot glass size. And he's going to chug this, and then he is going to belch at them, these three here. And when he does that, uh, this hideous green fire comes out of his mouth and burns these people. Cool. In a massive cone. Um, finally, well, not finally. We've still got a ways to go in this list. Um, Let's see, moving forward. Actually, we're just going to do some movement. Um, there's a, a minotaur back here that moves forward, rushing toward the badger. Is a sentence I've said before. <laughs> um, these folks here, despite being burned, are going to advance on Hod's dribble. And uh, this fellow is actually going to advance toward you, Treble. Um, worth noting that at this point the camel is no longer in a uh, seated, seated position and you can see that it is a goblin with a bow on the back. So, okay. And Treble, it is now your turn. And the guy that mm. I uh, was hoping could talk to you is right up on you, so <laughs> have fun with that. Uh can this individual see the <laughs> pin on my lapel? Um, or the horn? Little... Or the horns? Or, yeah. It'd be a little difficult to see the pin. Um, can mm. they see that he is a cloven-hooved man? Uh, yes, that is plain. Is this person advancing on me as if they were to attack? It does appear that way at the moment. Okay, I'm going to try and, like, put up my hands and, like, gesture, like, make gestures to try and get this person to not attack me. Okay. Whoa, 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 buddy, Like, buddy, gesturing yo. to your well, yeah. lapel or something? Yeah, gesturing to I'm trying not to draw the attention of the people by the train too much, but I'm trying to get his attention, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, Settle down, we're all to... friends here. Hey, I'm Mark Wahlberg. You guys know me. Oh. Um, that... yeah, that's... that's a good Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody's got a pretty good Wahlberg. I'm, I do a decent Wahlberg. I have no self, or I have some self-respect though, so I can't use it for a voice in the podcast. Um, do you want to try and roll persuasion? Yes, I can do that. Or oh. performance. Oh, okay. What'd you get? Oh, uh, I got a two. I got a two. So if I got performance, that's an eleven. No. 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 No one. That's both. not good. Um, <coughs> in your haste to to show the pin, it makes it look like you're attempting to draw a weapon. Yeah. Oh crap. So, um, unless you have okay. any bonus actions, I'm gonna say that's probably your turn. Or I guess you could move too. You have a bonus action and a move, probably. You could inspire somebody. <laughs> yeah, you could at least yeah. inspire somebody. <laughs> I'm Are going you in range? to. He's in range of me. I guess that's true. I'm going to move. That's 40 feet, I think. That's my speed. 40 feet? 
Oh, nope. I was like, wow, you're so 35. fast. 35. I'm at 40 feet right now because I have shifted. So I'm going to... How far away is it for Bardic Inspiration? Might be 30 or 60. We're definitely within... 60. These are only five foot squares. You have more movement left. Okay. True, but parts of this map technically qualify as difficult terrain. So I just want to move there close enough to Herman, and I'm going to shout out, Hey, buddy, uh, great throw, but you're missing the logs. You're supposed to use the axe on the logs. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Very inspiring. <laughs> yeah, I'm real inspired. Okay. And then that'll be my turn. Okay. Um, the camel rider is going to shoot an arrow at you, Treble. Uh, apparently alarmed by your quick departure. Does a fifth, no, 13 hit. Uh-oh. I, I don't hear a Jordan anymore. I'm uh, sorry, my mic cut oh, okay. out there. Uh, 13 does not hit. Okay. Uh, just goes pinging off of one of your horns then. So, nice. Um, at this juncture, uh, let's see. Um, I'm going to have these folks here, uh, which is to say the three that are restrained. I'm going to give them the opportunity to break out. Just gonna do a real quick. What are they? Oh no, <laughs> I shouldn't ask you. Okay, so two of them successfully break out, and this one here is restrained, and these two are free. Um, moving forward, and this is going to probably provoke some groans, but it is Feast's turn. No. Boo. I feel and like I feast. need to attack Feast next. <laughs> I want this guy gone. Feast is going to, um, first of all, make this blood-curdling yodeling sound. And, uh... You I'm pretty sure all yodeling is blood-curdling, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> That's Amazing. That's just a Muppet trying to do yodeling, I guess. That um, was a Muppet, yeah. Hey ho. Feast the frog here. Um, that, It's good that you didn't laugh at that, because that genuinely wasn't. I did, but I was muted. <laughs> no, I, it's okay. It's... <laughs> It's like the joke about the Lumineers. It's just it's just not funny. I, I, yeah. um, okay. Feast is going to make this ethereal warbling sound, and he is going to be uh, joined by another form emerging from the train car. Uh, a form ver very much the same as his, kind of this sort of hooded, like large gaping mouth... Uh, even larger, like, stomach cavity that you can see. And the bodies are going to kind of do, like, if you've seen the movie The Thing, where the bodies, like, start to mesh together. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm 
We don't like that. Mm-mm. We're not a fan of that. Um, it's so, so spooky. So where once was a single-mouthed creature is now a creature with four mouths. Two, two on its head and two in its stomach. That's three too many. Mm-hmm. And you may safely assume that that might be Feast's brother. Damn it. Greg. I don't like and it, with, but I also do that, like it. Yeah, his brother Greg. And his brother Greg, yeah. Um, and with that, uh, the mixture of the two is going to do a backflip off of the train car toward this minotaur here. And that will be its turn. And now we start over again. So, Red, it's up to you. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Can I? Okay. All right. Okay. Is it possible for me to do another perception check? It, would that be an action? I kind of want to just, maybe I don't need to even do a check about this. Maybe I can just ask you. I want to get a lay of the land of, like, what is the most pressing thing that I am seeing near me right now. <laughs> well, it's like, worth noting that a good chunk of your field of view is completely blocked off by the train. Yes. I mean, on my side of the train where I can um, see... On your side of the train, somebody just shot an arrow at Treble and uh, Kaizo is slowly getting surrounded. Yes, I did notice so that. One of one of those two. It looks like Black Tide in the middle is probably doing okay. I feel like I trust... I could get over to Kaizo. Like, I... Technically, I have enough movement that I could get within range of him. But I think that he can handle himself at the moment. Uh, I am more worried about Treble, uh, who I have watched die before. So I'm gonna go ahead and protect Treble. Um, What can I do here? While you're thinking about that, um, mm-hmm. I should mention that while this battle is going on, the two engineers at the front of the train are slowly pulling logs away. Okay. Very, That's very, very slowly. Still a thing. Got it. Okay. I mean, they, they're not equipped to fight, so yeah. they may as well do something. I am not equipped to help them very much. Oh, boy. Okay. Things that I can do here. Um, I wanna can I just ask Treble like should should we attack them <laughs> or are you gonna still try to convince that guy <laughs> wait where are you oh yeah you're right there. I'm right okay, next so, to you I'm like uh, uh, are you, are you trying to talk to him, or, or should I hit him? I would worry more about the people with the large gaping mouths, personally, but that's just me. Y- yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm in range of the people with the large gaping mouths right now, uh, but I could get over there. Um, I kind of want to protect trouble though i you know what i'm gonna be like it yeah if you're if you're going there we can head that direction um (laughs) but uh before heading that direction i am gonna just uh 
I'm going to cast Thunderclap, because that is a cantrip. Okay. Um, and this is also for a range of uh, only five feet. So I'm just going to try to hit the guy that was shooting an arrow at uh, Treble. Okay. Uh, that's a con save. A con save. Mm-hmm. All righty. What does it have to beat? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. That is a seventeen. Okay, then it does nothing, and I am going to... Do I have any bonus actions? Um, da, 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 da. Nope. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, move towards the other okay. side of the train. Okay. With the expectation that Treble will come with me on his next turn. Um, but actually, yeah, I think I'm going to get... 25 feet. I can move 40 feet at this point. Mm-hmm. Um... So I think I can move up here with uh, Herman, if that works. <laughs> Unless I need to make like a check to get up on the logs. You're, no, but the log area does count as difficult terrain. Okay. Um, also, if you want to climb over the train, you can do that, but that will also count as difficult terrain. Uh, okay. If for whatever reason you want to do that. So how far can I get with difficult terrain then? If I have... Yeah, where you're, where, you can get where you are. Okay, I'm then just I'm just going to be where I am. Because yeah. now I have eyes on all of the party members, so that feels good to me. Oh, that's sensible enough. The paladin part of me wants eyes on everybody. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my turn. Sorry, no damage. Couldn't Couldn't get it on that con save. Okay. Um, one of the satyrs, uh, the one closest to Kitty, is going to shoot an arrow at one of the engineers attempting to clear the logs. Oh, how close are they to me? Um, I mean, they're right next to you. They're within 10 feet. Okay, then I am going to try to do protection. Okay. Um, oh, no, I don't have a shield yet. Do I? Oh, no. So I can't do protection. Never mind. Well, that is unfortunate. I keep wanting to do things with a shield because my other paladin has one, but this (laughs) one doesn't. Okay. That is going to hit and, in fact, do 15 damage. Um, So, this one here, who longtime listeners of this episode will remember as Louie, Louie has been hit and is bleeding. No, Louie! Not Louie! Um, okay, moving on real quick. Um, the Hobgoblin Seki is going to advance, and he gives a very, and I mean very, quizzical look toward the badger. Uh, <laughs> but he is going to advance uh, right up to that Minotaur, and is going to take a swing. And is going to roll a two, because fuck me, I guess. So we're going to move right along. Um, the furthest satyr here is going to shoot an arrow at Kitty. That is a ten, so that is going to miss outright, I think. Yep. Um, and is also going to move further down the slope. Um, 
And that Seder already went, so Kitty, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to reach my fuss, or my gray bag again, and I'm okay. going to pull out a fuzzy ball and throw it okay. 20 feet from me, and um, where's 20 feet? I want it around, let's say right around here-ish. Okay. Um, and it, it is a... I rolled a seven, so that is, I just had it, a dire wolf shows up. With okay, one Hell second, yeah. one second. <coughs> Hell yeah. So where did you say, like right here? Uh, yeah, yeah, that works. Or that, nope, that's where, good, where that's great. That's so great. Okay. Um, and then with my bonus action, I'll just yell to both of them, um, <laughs> just... Fuck up everybody on this side of the train that's not me or my friends. Because <laughs> I can give them general orders and they're nice to my friends. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to say then that they each attack their nearest target. Great. So we'll say Dire Wolf goes to attack there and Badger here. Great, um, and I have their stats pulled up. So I'll, that's great. I'll roll for them. Give me just a second. The badger mm -hmm. gets multi attack. It gets a it gets a bite and a claw attack. So we'll just roll the dice. Oh, um, so a nineteen and a twenty. Those will hit. Great, and they do. So is that a crit then? No, I rolled it. I. Oh, oh, that okay. That was with the added because they have a plus three to hit. <coughs> um. So the bite does six damage, and the claw does five slashing damage. So six. So eleven in total. Yeah, six piercing damage and five slashing damage. Okay. okay. Well, that's kind of okay. And then the dire wolf will, I think, do almost the exact same. Yeah, he just does a bite. Okay. Oh, because he's not... Right, let me look. I've got so many tabs open. Yeah, he's not within five feet of the badger. If he was closer to the badger, he could use pack tactics, but it's okay. Uh, or pack tics, if you will. Pack tics. Um, does a 14 hit? 14 will hit. Great, and so then he will do... What did I do with the little dice? Um, six. he'll do nine piercing damage, and is it okay. a, is it a creature that he bites? It says if the target a is a creature. Does a satyr count as a creature? I don't fucking know. Is a satyr a creature? Okay, is a satyr? I mean, I think everybody is a creature, unless they're like undead yeah. or a spirit. I think if you have a heartbeat, like a you're robot. a creature. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what that means. Like know. a robot. I don't play a lot. I'm gonna, I'm, ga I'm gonna make a ruling and just say yes. Great. It is a so creature. he needs to make a DC 13 strength saving throw. Ooh, a strength save. Okay, okay. Um, survey says. Oh, that is a seven. So that he is, is bad. He is not prone. 
Knocked prone. And how much damage was that? Uh, it was six plus three, nine piercing. Nine, okay. Nine. Uh, nine. And then, where am I? I don't know what I need to do. She's like freaking out, man. <laughs> She's freaking out, man. And game over, man. Game over, game man. Over. Game over. <coughs> um, and then she's just gonna, she's gonna keep just trying to stay away from things, so she's gonna go over here. And that's it. Action, movement, bonus action. Okay. Okay. Um, now here is where it gets fun for you guys a little you bit. Keep saying these things. I don't. No, no, no! I think you'll actually like this one, because okay. um, we, because we, because we've been building to it for a little bit. So, this Minotaur, uh, I guess it would be this one right here. Um, you realize, and I guess Kitty and Red and maybe Herman would be the ones to see this. Um, the Minotaur doesn't actually have a weapon. He appears to have a carved wooden staff with like a little piece of crystal set in the top of it. And he is going to take the staff and utter an incantation, uh, which appears to be directed at Feast. Oh, good. Please, please get rid oh, of the monster. Oh, thank God. Please. Um, and we're going to see if it actually affects him in a second. Oh, my God. Checking. Checking. <gasps> it does. Okay. There is the sound of like squealing pigs, which you realize is the sound a very high pitched sound coming from each of the feast famine mouths. That's so many mouths. It's so many mouths to feed. <laughs> no. Um that... But you see that this form, this bizarre abomination-ish form, is starting to shrink in size. Love that. Um, quite small, in fact, so that by the time I finish speaking the sentence, uh, it's about the size of a G.I. Joe. What? Beast is the size of a G.I. Joe? Mm -hmm. That's so good. Love it. That's so good. Oh, that's my favorite. Um, having said that, uh... These two down here are going to make attacks on Hadstrable with an axe and a spear, respectively. The axe, uh, the Minotaur is going to mix with the miss with the axe. The Centaur is going to hit with the spear for twelve piercing. Um, it is now Kaizo's turn, and he is actually going to advance like a badass uh, right into this this flank here that's what i expected yeah classic um, and he's gonna do a multi-attack and instead of firing his gun he actually flips it so that he grabs the barrel and he just slaps somebody like right across the face with it nice um so that's gonna be where's that 12 bludgeoning oh damn <laughs> And in the same motion with his other hand, he's actually going to try and stab them in the neck Oof. with a dagger. Um, unfortunately, he does hit, but the damage is not very high. So they look a little bit worse for wear. Um, not great, not terrible, just worse for wear. So um, 
So that will bring us uh, in a very in a very lopsided way uh, down to Herman. Okay. Well, Herman wants to get his axe back. <laughs> so okay. Herman runs towards the guy. He's like, damn it, Vincent, that was a good axe. <laughs> and so I move as far as I can in that direction. <laughs> I don't know how far I can move. I can move. So you can move uh, to like. This is my walking speed is forty feet. And you're going to be on difficult terrain for half of it. So, you ba I think you can get to right about here. Okay, I go to there. Um, as you pass by Louis, the fallen form of Louis, he's going to grab your ankle, and he's going to speak up at you. Say the words. Return to me. Love it. Love it. Okay, I do that. Return to me! And much like Mjolnir, the axe, like, rips itself out of the satyr's shoulder, and it comes flipping back to your hand. Herman has a boner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Perfect. Well, now that I have the axe... Uh, you can throw it again. I'm gonna want. throw it again. Yeah, I don't want to hit Kitty's summons, though. So I guess I'll throw it at, uh... They, they are low to the ground, so you unless you're worried about a crit fail, I I would say you could probably take the you shot. You think I, I could comfortably take the shot? Okay. I, I think you could comfortably take the shot, especially okay. if you aim at the one which is being attacked by the badger, because that's even lower to the ground. You know, Vincent's a risk-taker, so he's going to go he's for He's a risk-taker. Yeah, so I'm going to throw it again. <laughs> uh, okay. And I don't remember what I roll for this because I'm bad at. Oh, uh, you did. So just roll, um, just roll a d twenty. Okay, twelve plus something, <laughs> probably. Yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be twelve plus three, so fifteen, which will just hit. So go ahead and roll one d ten plus two. Okay. Seven, so nine. Nine. Okay. Um, you have. Did you throw it at the same one that you wounded before? Yeah. Okay. So you're actually going to pierce through the entire shoulder of this satyr, to the point where there's like the skin has started to. Well, how do I describe this? You threw the axe so hard that there's now like a valley between, like the shoulder. Like the neck and the shoulder, there's like a giant V-shaped gouge to the point where the shoulder is actually starting to slump and like peel away from the rest of the body. Nice. And now Herman yells at Vincent again, Damn it, why'd you throw it? We just got it back! <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it for Herman. That's it for Herman. Okay. Um, moving forward, um, Dark Tide is going to blast, uh, going to use two Eldritch Blasts on one of the, um, well, on, I guess you get, yeah, you get, you get that. Although, don't you get, um, oh, you get two beams, so he's going to do two beams at a couple of them. And that does basically nothing, so we're not even going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> moving onward, 
uh, Hadstribble is actually going to advance and um, so he's down here. Hadstribble is going to advance and he actually grabs one of the he grabs the centaur by the throat with his hand and he starts crushing the windpipe. So he makes a strength check. And that's a 22. And then we're going to make a counter for the centaur. And that is a 14. So with a bone-rattling crunch, because bones are literally being rattled and crunched, uh, the centaur's neck is just broken. And another one falls. Really bad casualty rates for centaurs this game. Yeah. Really yeah. thought it would be the satyrs getting the worst of it, but centaurs are just catching all the breaks. Um, now... Here's where it gets really good. Is everybody back yet? I'm here. Here. Okay. Jordan? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm, I'm glad, because I've built up to this a little bit, and I wanted everybody to witness it. <laughs> yeah, we so, gotta be here for this. So, from the other side... Well, not from the other side of the train. The Minotaur that remains right here, next to Hadstrable, he is going to cast a spell of his own on the Minotaur that's right here, next to Feast. Well, I think I know mm. what this spell is. And the spell in question is gonna be enlarge. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And if you can imagine a, you know, 16 foot tall Minotaur. Can you make can you make the little dot bigger to represent how big it is? I try I tried to do that before <laughs> the game and Oh wait, I can't. Okay, so if I do I just want to see the little dot get bigger. <laughs> yeah. There we go. It's now a big orange dot. And with that, the large minotaur is going to advance and pick up the feast and famine duo. Yes. And the last thing you hear before the creature is swallowed whole is, No! No! I'm no one's snack! This is... And then you hear the <laughs> and you can just silence reigns. This is incredible because that was so high pitched that Discord didn't pick it up, but I heard it from the other room. <laughs> yeah, Discord just gave up. <laughs> well, I mean, your recording will pick it up. My recording It'll be will get recording. it. I... <laughs> this is very funny. Damn, that's so that's so unfortunate. Fucking Discord. That... The, it's so difficult for me to hit that register too. You did okay. it, great. <laughs> I think next well, time you gotta turn and face away, so that it's more distant. Just face completely backwards and do it. That's not a bad idea. Okay, if you can imagine a high-pitched voice going, "I'm no one's snack." Nope, then... still didn't work. No. Still <laughs> didn't. Yeah, no. Every time you try to say that, Discord okay, refuses the... to let us know what you're saying. It yeah. does not God want damn to, it. Yeah. it does not want to know his final words before he's gulleted. His his final words were I'm no one's snack. <laughs> as, he as he is. gets swallowed. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't eat that, buddy. You're gonna get so much indigestion. Especially that is that not sanitary. Wears, especially if he, that spell wears off and he gets big inside him side That is not sanitary, my man. <laughs> um as this happens, 
you also, all of you would observe this because it happens on both sides of the train. There's actual sounds of cheering. Ooh. Yeah, I'm cheering so too. Me. It may have been it. A, it may have been a little bit personal. I am part of it. I'm also cheering. <laughs> now that's gonna bring us to trouble. Okay. So <coughs> I'm did the oh, did the cheering come from Mainly the Cloven Hoof Coalition Ex- people? Exclusively or the... from the Cloven Hoof Coalition. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... Does one, aside from the big boy there, does one look like it's the leader of the group? Um, I'm gonna have you roll history if you want to determine that. History. You're drawing on your knowledge of Cloven Customs. Uh, 13? Um, so it's a little hard to tell from your vantage point. You think that the the one that just got enlarged, that one might be the chieftain. Um, okay. Because you can kind of see the top of his head poking out from over the train, and it looks like he has, like, very elaborate dark blue woad tattoos all over okay. his face. And, and daubed on the horns as well. Alright, Treble's gonna make the risky move and he's gonna blow his horn. Okay. Yeah, baby. Now, in your mind, what does the horn sound like? We need to put in a... Little, 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 little. <laughs> we need to put in a horn sound effect. <laughs> I was thinking it would be like one of those horns that's like on a clown car. It's like... Burp, burp. <laughs> but... No, that's fine. Um, now, for our audience, could you describe what the horn does? So, the horn is... I mean, in large part, I, I know that the horn is purely a sentimental thing, but it is the uh, an old horn from, uh, like, the old... You, I guess you could say the quote-unquote old days of the Clovenhood Coalition... So it's a sound that's more familiar than to Trouble than maybe to these other folk, but they've definitely heard it and they would definitely know what it is. Okay. And it's just kind of, it almost sounds like the, the, what's the be- the bellow of a goat, I guess you could say. <laughs> okay. But much much more symphonic and better sounding. It's an auto-tuned uh, goat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that would be pretty Auto-tuned good. Auto-tuned goat, yes. Okay, so that's what you think it sounds like. Correct. Why okay. is my mic not okay? There we go. My mic doesn't so, like when I do goat scream. Aw, oh, dang. Um, oh, I got a little bit of it there. There you go. <laughs> um, so Discord audio can't keep up with our it, it, extremely it good up, uh, voice acting. Yeah. Every, literally every stop has been pulled out. I I and know. Every expense unspared. <laughs> every. Mm-hmm. Um. So the sound of the horn definitely starts like what you've described, and then like even after you quit blowing into it, it gets louder. It's like a Ooh. Norse Gjallar horn sort of thing, 
and you even get bits and pieces of like the braying of cows like almost interwoven into this into this horn blast um and when you do this like the fight just stops like everybody stops um so much so that like in no particular order kaizo puts down his knife or like just drops it to his side um the remaining centaurs minotaurs and satyrs all stop and like look at you all of the guards the abbey guards that are out look at you and the chieftain okay. is making like Minotaur's already mean mug most of the time. He's mean mugging you hard, but it's like a like a look of intense concentration. Do you do anything else? Okay. Uh yes. So I'm like <laughs> Listen, we are all here for the same goals. Well, okay, not those guys in treble points at the the abbey people. I was like those guys we we don't care about them, but we are here for the same goal, and I, I say we have a little parlay, as it were, if we were pirates, and uh, have a little conversation about what our next step is. I give Treble a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> you get half a point of inspiration. Yeah, do I do I need to roll? <laughs> like, you can roll persuasion, but I'm gonna say you can roll persuasion with advantage. Yeah, because you just blew with a advantage? really cool yeah. horn. The ancestral relic of hundreds of generations. Uh, that is a twenty-four. Nice. Well, that was persuasive. Um. Unfortunately, it wasn't as persuasive for the Abbey people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can fight who, them who, now. Who have suddenly realized that they maybe do not have as much of an advantage as they thought. Because the, uh, their scariest thing got eaten. Ooh, hold up. Is it my turn in initiative next? Um, Technically, it's some of the Clovenhoof people, but... I just um, want to see if I can actually they, uh, heal yeah, this little little dwarf guy next oh, to yeah, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and do that. Um, and also, like, <laughs> while I'm doing that, be like, hey, uh, are you are you cool with uh, maybe siding against uh, the other people on the train? <laughs> uh, you're definitely going to have to roll persuasion. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully uh, some also, actually, healing helps me with that. Um, for the, for one of them, yes, but you are going to have to convince both engineers. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm so going to try to convince one and see if that makes the other one decide to come along with his friend. Um. Okay. Unless, I mean, I, I can roll it however you want. Uh, how much healing does this guy need, by the way? Does he need? Um, I have 10 HP in my lay on hands pool. He needs all of all that you can give him. I for. give him ten. That's what <laughs> okay. I can give him. That is enough to get him on his feet. 
So um, that is good. Okay. And then I will roll up persuasion. Okay. Can I have advantage for healing? <laughs> On that one, yes. Okay. As long as Louie's on our side, we can do anything. Okay, well, with advantage, that was 21. Uh, that is successful. Louie joins the party. And then should I Louis roll... Louie has joined the party. Should I roll again um, for the other no, guy? No, that is, that, is, that, is that is sufficiently potent for his friend Armstrong yes. to also agree to join. Aww. Okay, great. Louie and Armstrong. Louie and Armstrong. Yes. Excellent. I just wanted to get these guys on our team. They seem nice. And they didn't seem particularly best friends with the rest of the people on this fucking train, so. There is that to consider, too. Um, But that raises a question. Uh, Well, it raises several questions, but I guess we can get to those as as they develop. Um, So, you have successfully, at least for the moment, pacified the Clovenhoof's rage against all of you. You have, however, not pacified their aggression toward the remaining Abbey members. Oh, yeah. So they can kill us. some horrific violence occurs. <laughs> um, and it's not really all that nice. So the first thing that happens is, um, provided that your badger and direwolf let them, the two satyrs are actually going to disengage. Sure. And they're going to run over here, and they have all at this point surrounded Seki the Hobgoblin. Um, and in a flurry of brutal thrusts, swipes, and slices, um, the many pieces that were formerly the body of Seki fall to the ground, um, but not before one of the satyrs dies in the process. Sorry. Um, and akin to an action movie that I won't specify, uh, one of the minotaurs actually makes a point of like completely decapitating the head of the hobgoblin. And then like, like a craftsman would, he like removes the skin and like, it's really quite gruesome, but he removes all of the flesh from the skull and then he sticks the skull on one of his horns. Metal as effect. a trophy of sorts um, now here's where it gets tricky um, the group on this side having now escaped their bonds of the tentacles um, actually make pretty short work of Arkin um, unfortunately in the process one of them is consumed completely by a ball of fire and dies um Kaizo of course seems to be okay. Um and that leaves us with Hadstribble. And Hadstribble is going to throw a potion at his feet. And this almost acidic green vapor surrounds him. And you can hear, like, this deafening incantation, like, the voice is artificially amplified. And almost like there's perhaps another entity present in this cloud of smoke, and eventually the incantation ceases, and the cloud of smoke disappears, and with it, Hadstribble is gone. 
in the wind. Ninja but not gone ninja. in the way that we would have hoped. Not necessarily in the way that you would have hoped. No. W- would you say he's gone with the wind? No. I or just no. I would say maybe not with the wind. I would say he's gone in about 60 seconds. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Got him. <laughs> Nicholas Cage joke. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um so for the time being the fight is concluded. That's good. And, and initiative passes. Thank goodness. Nobody died that was on our team. Now then. Nobody important died. (laughs) Nobody important died. Nobody we cared about died. There are some things to consider, though. Namely, that there are still people inside the train that maybe aren't as friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that might be a next episode problem. (laughs) I I believe so. I think that we... You you have struck... You have struck a, a temporary peace, at least, we've with this particular cell. We've struck an accord. You, you, as President Bush once said, I believe that man and fish can coexist peacefully. <laughs> and I think we're seeing that, that prophecy. We're seeing man and cow coexisting. <laughs> no longer will you, will you be exploited for your flesh and milk. <laughs> for your flesh and milk. Now then, uh, what do you guys want to do? And we can also end the episode there. I know that this is running a little long, but um, we, I think we can have like a poignant ending line or something. Or we could end with "Gone in sixty seconds," which is also a great ending line. Oh, that's I, that's true. I, I like "Gone in sixty seconds." <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's excellent. Poignant. Poignant. Uh, any good uh, episode title? Uh, I jotted one down. Uh, Trouble gets horny. <laughs> okay. You know yeah. what? That's okay. actually really good. Episode That's 15, Trouble gets horny. Wow, guys, we've really made it. It's actually very good. Uh, I, the one that I came up good. with was Suffer from Indigestion. Ooh, that's but also good. That one might also be applicable later, so we'll see. For for a different, not for this character, for a different set of circumstances. Okay, I should clarify that. Yeah, don't bring him back. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. Oh, although no, maybe do, maybe not. he's a fan favorite. No, I wouldn't. I would never do that. No, never. Not so. Furi- not fur- so fur- furiously penciling in ways in which I can bring him back. No. Okay. Um, well, then I think we're good to draw the recording to a close. <laughs>